It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at, at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see See what music does to people. It gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Up on Game presents conversations with a legend. Around here, we hustle for a living. Around here, around here, we grind for a living. Around here, around here, we hustle for a living. Around here, around here, we grind for a living. It's Up On Game presents Conversations with a Legend, and we're looking far and wide. We're thinking, all right, where's a legend? Where can we find a legend? We're at MGM Grand in Las Vegas. We're looking around. There's legendary pictures up on the wall. You've got epic battles in the UFC. You go to you to use the bathroom. There's boxing events that are being showcased and seen, concerts, you name it. And then all of a sudden you realize it's draft weekend. Who better to talk to, what better legend to talk about and to talk with than the guy, the founding father of Up On Game Presents, the one and only LeVar Arrington. Yeah. What up, Sticks? Wow, this is a first. Yeah. You know, Up On Game Presents conversations with a legend being brought in by the Jonas Knox. <laughs> I appreciate you doing this for me. Obviously a tremendous favor for me uh, to conduct an interview for, well, my show. Yeah. yeah well, listen, cool. I mean, huge talent fee comes along with this. But, again, yeah. we could talk about that off the air. But How big it, are those shoes on your feet right now? <laughs> well, You're swimming I mean, in those bad boys. You, you know me. Not the biggest feet in the world. Uh, <laughs> and we'll leave that there. <laughs> or if uh, you're picking, uh, not the biggest hands. Right? <laughs> That's a good point. All right. Uh, but uh, when you see the draft and you see the first round play out as it did, and then you see all of these guys accomplishing and reaching heights that maybe some people in their life thought were never going to be attainable, and then they get to this point and they're getting to live it. 
What sort of memories does that bring up for you, either good, bad, emotional, seeing these guys get to go through what you went through all those years ago? Yeah, you know, first and foremost, congratulations to all of the draft picks. Uh, Whether you went where you wanted to go or you didn't, you got picked, and and that matters. Uh, And, you know, one thing, part of my memories, I, I guess I would say one of my regrets is, I was so keyed up into the moment of being this great football player and getting started that I didn't take the time to really, really like savor the moment of of accomplishing something so, so you know, amazing. So for me, I I I, I can always remember being at the draft and how much family was at the draft and and just how together we were. And, and and that was that those were some cool memories because some of those people aren't even here anymore. You know, they're not even living anymore. And and I can also just remember how proud my parents were, like the look they had when I looked up when my phone rang and it was the team calling to draft me. Just to, to my first look was at my mother and my father and it was like, Man, like I don't know if they feel what what they feel is what I feel or I wish I could know what they were feeling in that moment because we had gone through so much to get to to the point of where we were sitting in the green room in New York and Radio City listening for the phone to ring and preparing to, to have the draft take place. Now, I will say this. Back then, you could negotiate your contract pre-draft. So negotiating pre, pre-draft was was interesting Cleveland had called me the night before and asked me you know did I want to be a Cleveland Brown and I'm you know I politely told them I would have no problem being a Cleveland Brown if you pay me 14 to 16 million guaranteed up front I gotta get quarterback money because this may be the first and only and last time that I get an opportunity to get paid so and if you know the story I ended up going number two overall in the draft and and so, you know, I, I definitely can recall a lot of different things. Um, there were a lot of parties going on. Um, I was invited to. It, it was like kind of like the height of your popularity, so to speak, uh, in the moment. And I didn't do anything, Jonas. Like, I, I, I did not go to any parties. Um, I just went to my room and went to sleep. If you had to do it all over again. I would have partied my ass off. <laughs> I'd have partied my ass off. And I would have hoped that there had been a, a superstar actress in there or a model or something that, that felt like, you know, it was a good night to meet me and me to have a good night to meet them. Yeah. And yeah. That If I had a 2020 retrospect to do it all over again, yeah, I mean, I, I would have hoped to have met like, you know, like a singer or, or you know, something to that effect. You know, leverage your celebrity in the moment. It's you know? uh, Up on Game Presents here uh, with LeVar Arrington. Conversations with the legend with Sticks himself yeah. here live from MGM Grand in Las Vegas yeah. uh, where it is a draft weekend uh, and a fun conversation talking about the futures uh, and uh, and just the path that many of these guys are going to be taking over the next 5, 10, who knows, 15 years and what could be Hall of Fame careers. If you had one piece of advice to give these guys now the day after they're getting drafted. Say they get drafted, whether it's a first-round pick, uh, a day-two guy, whatever. The day after, 
what is the conversation you would have with them on on where how to steer them moving forward? Well, I still would say enjoy the moment. Don't 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 be in such a rush to get back to work. Enjoy the moment because once you start back to work, then now you need to get to work. So take a day or two and really, really take in the magnitude of what just happened because it's tremendous to, to be in a position where you've been selected on a, on a scale to, to represent a company that's going to pay you a ton of money and that doesn't happen every day. So that would be the first thing. And then the second thing is make sure at that point that you're done, when you're done with your, your celebration and your, and your admiration of what you've been able to accomplish, that you realize that it's going to be harder at this next level than what it was where you just came from. And, and that's you gotta, you got to take it into consideration that you have to prepare yourself to be able to have success against grown-ass men, like men that have, <laughs> like, wives and, and, and kids and have been married for a long time. I mean, it's funny. The first one of my memories from when I first got to Washington was I walked into the locker room and Daryl Green is sitting in the locker room. <laughs> And I'm like, did, man, he have, did he have Tootsie Rolls in his sock? He didn't. He didn't. But, but they did make him faster. <laughs> so I go walking into the locker room. I'm like, man, this, this is Daryl Green. Like, this is going to be my teammate. Like, that's Daryl Green. The Tootsie Roll in my, in my sock guy. <laughs> and I say to him, what's up, man? And I just remember saying, your, your wife must be Fine as all get out. <laughs> and he looked at me like, he looked at me with one of the wildest looks. Like, that's you're talking about my wife. Why would you say that? Well, because that's what I was thinking. <laughs> In my mind, Daryl Green is, is an NFL star, an NFL legend, his his wife. That's the first thing I'm thinking. I'm like girl crazy. I was girl crazy. Like, so I'm like, man, he's got to have a dope wife, you know? And she is dope. Shouts out to, <laughs> to Miss Jewel Green. Um, she is dope. But what's crazy is that moment I realized immediately, you're not in college anymore, so you're not talking to the homie. You're talking to a professional. That's a grown man that comes to work, and and some of them used to have briefcases with their with their like their notepads for taking notes in, in the meetings and stuff like that. Like dudes was really coming to work in a business manner, and I realized real quickly that that was I was in a different place. This wasn't this wasn't just funding games of being in college or being in high school, and it's like. The camaraderie still exists, but it certainly changes in terms of how you engage one another and how things work. I mean, Daryl Green was very, very, he's very strong in his Christian beliefs and different things like that. So on so many different levels, I, I turned him off 
like our, my, I did not have a great first impression with Daryl Green. <laughs> I can't imagine why. But it, but, but it, you know, I, that was the first thing that came to mind. It, I, I regretted doing that. It's uh, conversations with the legend up on Game Presents with Lavar Arrington here. Uh, Sticks uh, talking about just the draft process. And one of the things you mentioned is you want these guys to really take in just how important this moment is just sort of the 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 gravity of it all like yeah. like understand what's happening you think you ever did because you, you look you plexigo burris tj hushmanzada you guys live a world and a path that the one percent on planet earth ever get to live you got drafted to play in the most popular league that we everybody's grown up holding a football, everybody's grown up playing Madden, everybody's grown up watching football, yeah. but it's rarefied air when you get to that point. And it's such a chaotic time. It's like your wedding day. I remember my wedding day. I didn't really even get to enjoy it that much because you're, you're talking to so many people and everything's yeah. It's just kind of, it's too much at once. Do you think you took it in and appreciated it in the moment as much as you should have? No, I know I didn't. And I do now, but it's so far, you're so far removed from it. But in the moment, it's just things are moving so fast. And and now you realize, there's another thing, you realize you're about to get paid. <laughs> you know, you've been doing this whole thing for so long without – getting any type of compensation from it financially and then now you hear your name called and it's like you're 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 looking at your parents you're you're looking at your siblings and you know you're taking it all in and then it comes to you it's like i'm about to get paid (laughs) like for real like for real legally like bro like (laughs) like i'm about to be able to do whatever i want to do like, and how I want to do it. And I just started thinking to myself, you can't stop here. Like, this can't be it. So you got to keep going. Like, I got to figure out what is keep going mean? What does that look like? I was, I was just way too proactive instead of just being able to just enjoy it. Like, man, like, all right, I've been working since I was, I played football since I was eight years old. You know, I told my mom I was going to retire her one day and buy her a home. And and I did. But in that moment, it was like kind of like for all those years, everything that, that led up to getting to that point, um, all the struggles, all the setbacks, you know, all, all the triumphant moments, uh, there were there were so many things that in my mind, it's like, all right, now that I made it as a pro, I can I can change things. I can help youth in, in the inner city. I can I just started thinking about so many different things, Jonas, and it was like, man, you just got drafted. You know, now I've, in my forties, I'll be thinking about it like, man, you got drafted. Like, why are you making this about everyone else? It's like sometimes I, I realize it's like sometimes there are moments in your life where it's okay to be selfish. Like I can recall when I had my, my kids, it was okay to be selfish in that moment. Like, man, look at this life. I'm being selfish in this moment. Holy moly. Like this is amazing to me. I wasn't selfish in that moment. It was, 
I almost felt like it was for everything and everybody else. And I do, I definitely, I have some regrets as it applies to how I went through my draft because it went so fast. And I was so into how everybody else felt that I didn't even enjoy it for myself. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors, big and small. When we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is safe. It's a place to get things off your chest and figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. For example, it's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who experience major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Game Presents today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Game Presents. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back, and joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. When When did you actually, the first time you got to sit back and go, I did it. Like, like you, like you actually got that moment to where, and and who knows, maybe it was after your career was over. I mean, like that's totally plausible because you grinded so hard for so long. But when you actually took a step back, almost like, and and took and looked at your life in totality and thought about, oh my, I did it. Yeah. Like, like I'm a success. 
it's wild because I still I still look at how my career went, and although I didn't have the type of pro career that I would have liked to have had, it. I, I find myself appreciating what I was able to accomplish more now than I ever have. More now. Like, I felt like my, my pro career was a failure. And, and it made me feel really, really, like, off balance as to how I viewed myself as it applied to playing this game. Because every level that I played at, I forced myself and I, I worked myself and I've I did so many things to try to be the best at every level, and I did it. I did it. I was the best at the youth level. I was the best at the high school level. I was the best at the college level. But I wasn't the best like like I should have been to the capacity that I should have been in the league, and that haunted me. So I really kind of just, you know, I kind of hesitate a lot of times to look at the idea of, of the greatness that is connected to what my career was, like my draft moments. It's like people ask me, what are your draft memories? And I can only remember my family. There aren't very many memories that I have because it moved so fast and I was just worried about everybody else. It was the wildest thing. I just don't, I don't remember having very many memories. I can remember being in the, the, the hotel room the, the morning before and my barber from home that cut my hair, first haircut I ever got, my barber was there, Dave. Shots out to Dave's Barbershop, Northside. Um, he's in the room and he's cut my hair. He's like, man, you did it, boy. You did it. You know, you did it, boy. Like, man, like, you did it. And, and I'm just sitting there like, I ain't done it yet. I ain't done it yet. Like, this is just, this is just a stop. You know, this is this is a stop along the way. I ain't done it yet. And everything that I've ever done is like, you ain't done it yet. You ain't done it yet. So when I think about, I kind of feel bad that I don't have better draft memories. I can recall jumping in the car with, with Dresner, one of the owners at the time, and him and Chris Samuels uh, that got drafted with me. And we took off to, to a private jetway. It was the first time I ever flew on a private jet. We flew to, to Washington, D.C. I was basically on a helicopter. I was on Dan Snyder's helicopter going over the city and uh, the district, the cities, went over the, the, the Washington Monument, went over uh, to and landed and did a tailgate party at, at uh, FedEx Field before all of the draft, you know, before they were even out of the first round of, of doing drafts. I remember that, and I just remember the excitement that the fans had, and and that's a good thing. That's a good thing. I just don't remember like a lot of details like leading up to it. It's kind of crazy. It's uh, up on game presents with Lavar Arrington here, uh, the uh, Sticks number two overall pick. Um, last question for you here. Yep. So, you grew up a diehard Pittsburgh Steelers fan. Yep. All right. Now, people listening to this, everybody's got a favorite football team, and they probably can't fathom the idea of playing for a different franchise and potentially competing against a team that they grew up rooting for, being a fan of. Uh, deep down, were you disappointed you didn't end up with the Pittsburgh Steelers, or were you just so happy to be drafted number two overall and, and knowing what it was going to do for you financially? Yeah, I was – I wasn't disappointed that I wasn't drafted by by the Steelers. Um, 
and and I wasn't really thinking about the money at the time either. Um, I definitely was looking at it from the standpoint of I wanted to get drafted um, to where I wanted to get drafted to, but I wanted to get drafted as high as I possibly could. So part of me, the disappointment was I didn't go number one, honestly. If I'm being all the way honest, if I'm keeping it a buck from the hip, I was disappointed I didn't go number one. But I did not want to go to Cleveland. (laughs) I did not want to go to Cleveland. And so the disappointment wasn't based off of not being good enough to go number one. I just I wish I could have gone number one and got to a team um, that that I wanted to go to. I did end up negotiating my way into the team that I wanted to go to. Um, It's funny. Cleveland ended up making it to the playoffs before the Washington team made it to the playoffs during that time period. So um, but. Yeah, I wasn't disappointed that I didn't end up going home, Jonas. I, I really was. Um, I was pumped up because the, the the Washington football team, the Redskins at the time when they <laughs> drafted me, um, had just played in the playoffs. And to go number two overall to a playoff team, was that was like, you got it. You're going to get the money. You're going to get the, the Super Bowls. You're going to get you're going to get the Pro Bowls, and that's going to lead to a Hall of Fame career. And you just got to take every moment in because you never know when the next moment is what they hold for you. You can put your best foot forward, and I know I did, uh, but it doesn't necessarily mean that you're going to get the results that you were anticipating you were going to get because my results were vastly different um, in the league than what they had been at every other level. So. But it was, it, you know, when I got drafted, it definitely opened my eyes and woke me up to all of the, the things that, that I really, really focused in and dialed in on and really wanted to be, you know, better than just good. I wanted to try to be exceptional. And I always tell guys, if you really, if you really believe with all your might that you can do something and you can be something, then you got to let your actions be be the sum, be be the product of what that belief is. And I'm like a living, living testimony that it happens. Like it doesn't happen by accident. It doesn't happen by chance. It really happens if you live that belief every single day because I continue to do it. And it's such a great reference point. And the draft represented just such a reference point of all the hard work that that leads to the results that you're seeking and then now in in my life as a civilian it's like i take those same approaches and 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 the results continue to still be the exact same thing you got to just believe things with all your might and you got to go with you got to go after it with all your might so to me probably one of the biggest memories and the biggest things i learned from the nfl draft is is that if you put it all all in there, if you if you go all out, if you continue to really chase your dreams and your goals, there will come a point in time, whether you know it or not, there will come a point in time where your, your efforts will actually be rewarded and acknowledged for all the things that you've done. Amazing journey and an amazing weekend here live from Las Vegas in the NFL Draft at MGM Grand. 
Uh, the Bellagio uh, accommodations have been outstanding, uh, and the path and, and hopefully the future for many of these draftees are going to be outstanding. Conversations with 11. Uh, with, excuse me. Can we yeah, edit with that? 11. Yeah, with, well, yeah, that too. Conversations with 11. Yeah, conversation with 11. Yeah. Uh, conversations with a legend. Yeah. It's up on Games Presents uh, with LeVar Arrington. Yep. Uh, just a uh, phenomenal journey, phenomenal conversation. And, uh, Hey, congrats again. Hey, I know, thanks for doing uh, this. 22 years later, but congrats on going number two, yeah, pal. Thank you. You know, thank you. you uh, know what? Three name changes later, but uh, Washington finally uh, figured How about it out. It? Uh, how about Have that? they? Really? Well, who okay. knows? Well, we'll uh, see. Yeah, well, we'll see. All right. Appreciate you doing this <laughs> for me, man. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth. No matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you and how you manage them can make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through. BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's BetterHelp.com. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at first, first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.